1: like that? That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another one. Tony Bruno. See? Give me another one.
2: Tony Bruno.
1: You say it real fast now?
0: Tony Bruno.
1: Nice. You say it real slow now?
0: Tony Bruno. Can you get deeper? Deeper? <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And now. Ooh,
2: Tony Bruno.
0: Stop it!
2: Here is
1: Tony Bruno. Ah, it's thirsty Thursday. Good afternoon. People already ripping me because I couldn't find my teeth. I didn't have to run to the bathroom. I had to find my teeth, which were right behind me. But thank you for joining us. Yes, we're a couple minutes late, but don't worry about it. This is uh, this ain't no country club. This ain't no disco either. And unfortunately, this ain't L.A. This is Philadelphia. Welcome. To the city that is a national disgrace, a national embarrassment, the city that I was born and raised in, the city that I've spent over 55 years of my life living in, and I'm ashamed this morning, this afternoon, pretty much every day, 24-7.
3: Is this going to be a rant, Tony?
1: It's not really a rant. It's just Does it the qualify? It's cathartic. I wouldn't put it up there as a rant. Does a rant require screaming? I mean, a rant could be well-reasoned discussion, can it not? Do I have to yell to make it a rant?
3: Not necessarily.
1: You can make this a rant. Okay. How about if we put... I'm
3: going to call it a rant. Instead of
1: calling it a rant, can you just call it perspective?
3: No, because I don't have a, a, <laughs> a logo for that. But I do have a logo for now, a Bruno. I rant. don't have
1: a prepared statement to read. This is all from the heart. I don't write stuff. I don't read from a teleprompter unless I'm doing highlights on a TV show. But I'm speaking from the heart, which I always do on the show. Whether it's Fredo Cuomo... who who I don't care where he works. I only respond to the Italian thing, since I'm an Italian. I responded as an Italian to his nonsense the other day, as an Italian-American. Right. I'm an American first, but of Italian descent. So I feel I'm eminently qualified to determine whether or not Fredo, the uh, controversy a couple of days ago, was the N-word to Italians. It is not. To no Italian that I've ever known, heard, or said, and you've seen it everywhere else. That's all I do. I respond as me. I don't respond to reacting to people from other races, religions, creeds, and tell them how to think or how I feel about how they should think. I only think about things that I think about. That's why it's called opinion, not a hot take. So what happened here in my city yesterday made this city a national joke. And for decades in my career on national radio, local radio, wherever I've been, whether I was in Los Angeles, whether I was on in San Francisco, the middle of the country – Florida, you name it. I've been on every single market in this country in my career. And one of the things that I've always had to do was try to defend my city. He's calling me from an 800 number. He's had to defend my city whenever it was unjustly criticized. When it was justly criticized, in the, in the case of sports fans acting like idiots, I was the first to stand up and say, these douchebags need uh, need to be dealt that way. I'm not giving you an attitude. I'm just telling you, I will never defend (laughs) the indefensible. I will never support Philadelphia fans for being idiots. What I did do and continue to do is if if fans in this town, if people keep bringing up Santa Claus and all the other lame talking points about this city, I'll just laugh in their faces and write them off as just nincompoops. That kind of crap is ridiculous. Every city has moronic fans. Every city in the world has moronic fans, a small minority of them who make the entire city look bad. And so when this city looks bad, like the idiots at the Eagles preseason game last week against the Tennessee Titans getting drunk, a bunch of tweeners out there who somehow get access to alcohol, which is easier to get access to than pretty much anything if you're a kid. We all used to do it. You get a bum to go into a store and buy you a quart of beer, and then you were in heaven because you had no idea what you were doing with your life. So when those idiots run around at a football game because they got to be out there drinking for six hours before a game that doesn't mean crap to anybody except the guys on the field trying to make a team, I'll rip them, and I'll rip them harder than anybody else nationally. Then all the other talking heads who never even have been to Philadelphia who stopped by one time for a day covering an event, nobody, is hard harder on this city than I am, especially when it comes to the nincompoops in this city. And there are a lot of them. So they don't get slack from me. But I will defend this city when I think it's unjustly ripped, which it has been many, many times. Because I'm proud of growing up here. I was born and raised here. I live here. I know this city. I live in the city. I don't live in some mansion in the suburbs I don't go hang out with the Comcast executives who have these lavish parties for all their cronies here who have been running this city into the ground for the last 67 years. That's right, 67 years. And by the way, this isn't about politics to me. I don't care who runs for mayor. The problem is there's no one running for mayor in this city who has any clue. And even the stooge Republican that they put up to run against our mayor Jim Kenney, isn't even a Republican. He's just a Democrat. And there were no Republicans around to run against him. So it's not about political party, but the one thing that is guaranteed fact, not my opinion, is that this city has been run by one party for the entire existence of my being. 67 years under one party rule. And we talk about, oh, banana republics. and This is a, and, this is a banana republic, this city. It is run like a third-world shithole. And we keep electing and reelecting because the, the, the populace is ignorant of facts. And so what happened yesterday in our city is the police, the very police that people hate for some reason, who they call when they need help, police are called because there was a drug bust. There was an obviously well-known drug house. Now, I don't know why they raided it at 4.30 in the afternoon. Usually they do pre-dawn raids, but they only do that when there's political motives. You know, send the FBI in at 5 o'clock in the morning with CNN cameras rolling for some guy in his underwear and send in SWAT teams. Here in Philly, we wait till 4.30 in the afternoon in rush hour where there are innocent people outside. Their kids are in day, daycare and in schools, and then all of a sudden their entire neighborhoods converged upon by hundreds, and I mean hundreds of police cars, SWAT teams, because I guess now police are not allowed to go in and raid a well-known drug den occupied by a multiple-time convicted criminal thug who had all kinds of weapons that, oh, by the way, I don't believe he went to Walmart here on Delaware Avenue and purchased. So when you got Kamala Harris and ma-ma, what's-her-face, Elizabeth Warren... And Cory Booker, who ran a city that doesn't even have clean drinking water, and he's telling the Philadelphia mayor, good job. You know what the Philadelphia mayor did after this thing finally ended deep last night? He got out there and, and, and started crying about how we need Washington to come in here and fix this. We need the same guy who every single day when there's a mass shooting in another city, blames Washington for the mass shooting, blames Trump. And again, this isn't about Trump either. You can't say, Trump, you caused all these shootings. And then when there's a mass shooting in your city, which, oh, by the way, happens almost every single weekend. But nobody pays attention to when somebody drives by at some family cookout and sprays gunfire into innocent people just enjoying themselves here in the summer in the city. When, you know, three people are killed and 17 are shot, that's not a mass shooting to the woke crowd. That's not a mass shooting. A mass shooting means more than two people get shot. The amount of deaths, obviously, don't, to me, whether three people die or ten people die, when 20 people are getting shot randomly on many weekend nights in this and other big cities, why is it ignored? And so now we have a coward mayor who I've been ripping for years. He is an absolute stooge and an embarrassment to this city and anyone who's ever lived here and anyone who grew up here, they know that this guy is a stuffed suit, a guy who's turned his back on the very neighborhood and people who propped him up to become mayor. He was a city councilman, and now he's a mayor, and he's hiding. What he wants to happen in this city is he wants the clock to keep running. He wants to get to November so that all the same people that he keeps enslaved to his horrendous policies that don't benefit the people he claims to represent. He is the one causing this because he and his corrupt district attorney, Larry Krasner, their job is not to keep the street the streets safe. Well that's their that's their job. That's what they swore in their 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 oath to protect. They're not doing that. They have allowed the criminals to roam free in this city. You know why? Because police are afraid to even go in these neighborhoods and try to protect people. What happened yesterday when this clown was in a building shooting at cops and hitting six of them? A police officer was was knocked out, not knocked out, but punched. You saw the videos of people going after cops, pushing them and calling them names and throwing stuff at them. Now, I don't have the answers on how you fix the problems in the communities. I live in the city. I don't live in the suburbs. I live in a concrete jungle. I grew up in the concrete jungle. I didn't grow up in the suburbs. So I know this city. I know this city better than Jim Kenney and better than that putz Larry Krasner. Larry Krasner should be run out of office, and Jim Kenney should resign his job today as the most incompetent mayor in this city's history. I mean, that's not even open for debate. So he makes a statement last night crying while at the same time denouncing law enforcement, pretending that he cares about the cops, when everybody who's an officer in this town, and anybody's associated with law enforcement, knows that neither he or D.A. Krasner give two shits about the crime in this city. They just sweep it over and sweep it under the rug and blame somebody else. Yet they're crying for the government to come in and help them now. They want federal authorities. So if federal authorities came to this city and started going door to door to confiscate guns. Would people say, oh yeah, good job, Mayor. No, they would call that a police state. But you know why there's no police state here? Because the police are incapable or basically capped away from doing their jobs. Because they are the enemy now. The criminals are now the heroes in this city. Because they're allowed to roam free at night knowing full well that even if they, by chance, are arrested for a gun crime, especially in gun crimes, this isn't my opinion. Just check the local news every single day, not just here in Philly, but in every major city in America, Chicago, L.A., St. Louis, Baltimore, you name it. This isn't me. This isn't a conspiracy theory. This is someone who follows stuff because this is my community. I live here. I don't talk about the national scene and what's going on in Washington. You know, you can put all your hashtags you want out there. Impeach this guy, impeach that guy, resign. That's what people do every day. If that makes you feel better, go right ahead. But the problem in cities like Philadelphia is that people are enslaved to political parties who pander and lie to them based on telling them that if you keep voting for me, I'm going to make your life better. And just like the war on drugs, which has failed, the war on poverty, which has failed, and now the war on guns has failed. And so what's the first thing that happens? Even last night, as the shooter was still active inside a row home in North Philadelphia, not far from the Temple University campus, he was still firing at police and pandering politician putzes like Julian Castro, like Elizabeth Warren, like Cammie Harris, and all of these other frauds who have no clue or no answers other than to blame guns and blame people who have guns for the problem. Do you think that the guy, Maurice, whatever his name is, the guy was a multiple-time criminal? And I have somebody who told me this morning, I'm not, I haven't confirmed it, that D.A. Krasner, as early as last month, released this guy back into the s- society despite six or seven felony convictions, felony criminal charges involving gun charges. And then this guy's allowed back onto the streets to continue selling drugs from his home. And you know the neighborhood knows where these drug guys are. They're not going to rat him out. And so what's the, what's the, I don't have any answers. Here's my question. People say, well, what's your answer? I don't have an answer. I'm not an elected official. I do know this, though. That if, if, if Mayor Kenny thinks that the federal government or the, the bald guy up in Harrisburg, Tom Wolf, another fraud, can f- somehow fix this problem, they would, be, they would be king of the world because they don't have any answers either. Their answer is, spend more money. Nobody wants to be a cop, first of all. Why would you want to be a cop in this society? It's the most thankless job. You're putting your life on the line to save people. Are there bad cops? Of course. But you think those cops there yesterday ducking behind cars and trying to keep the same people who are throwing stuff at them safe from a guy... They're putting drones up, throwing stuff at the police officers who are trying to keep them safe from a gun toting drug thug, a multiple time criminal. How is that guy not in jail for the rest of his life? And don't give me, well, they put guys in jail for a nickel bag or a dime bag. No, they don't. Did they used to? Yes. And guess what's happening? Those people are being released because they weren't heinous crimes. I'm all for it. A lot of people are being released from prison who are unjustly convicted, who got a second chance. Those people, I'm all for it. But for people who have multiple gun offenses and aren't held in jail forever, defend that. Defend releasing a guy who has had multiple, multiple felonies. These aren't just, oh, the guy was misunderstood. This guy had an arsenal of weapons that, oh, by the way, he didn't buy at Walmart. He didn't buy at Kmart. Kmart. Because thugs and criminals, of all ilts, whether you're a mafioso greaseball scumbag, whether you're street thugs, you know, whose life now is trying to sell dope and shooting people who may or may not be on his turf, that's how the streets work. I lived it here in this city growing up with the mob goombas knocking each other off because somebody was infringing on their turf. That's what's happening in our inner cities now. People are relying on selling drugs, and anybody else who gets in their way, even innocent people, are gunned down every single night. Yet the mayor and the governor and all these other hacks in Washington have all the answers. Everybody pandering for votes to become president all have the answers. And their answer is always the same thing. We've got to have tougher gun laws. We've got to restrict them. We've got to, to get these guns off the street. Okay, Kamala Harris. Okay, Jim Kenny. Okay, Larry Krasner. Why don't you do this? I have a little recommendation. Because I know you'll be coming knocking on my door like you do every year. Not you. You'll send out your stooges to come knocking on my door, like every election year, telling me who to vote for, having me sign a petition which I refuse to sign, telling me what to think and what to do. Well, I don't work for you. I don't play games. I don't represent any political party. I will never give you a cent of my money. I would not give you the sweat off my balls. If you were on fire in front of my house, I would not pee on you to put you out. That's how, this, that's how little respect I have for the politicians in this city. The lowest scumbag crumb bums you will ever meet. All propped up by the big rich guys that they supposedly hate. All being financed by the Comcast barons in their two towers who fund these thugs, who keep these cities dependent on government pimps like Jim Kenney and our disgraceful D.A. Larry Krasner. And I hope the media in this town, which unfortunately does not entail a lot of what you would call investigative journalists. There's some good reporters in this town. They do a good job reporting on livestock. But as far as investigating, Jim Kenney is putting out a press release this afternoon. The guy's going to go hide back in his office until the election, hoping nothing else happens. To somehow wake people up to realize that this guy's incompetent. So, they're going to come knocking on my door and telling me to vote for Kenny. And they got all the signs up, and all the union places around the city have the signs up all over the place supporting this guy, giving them their hard earned money. The police union supporting this guy who has zero concern and never has their back, never has the back of law enforcement in the city or any big city. You look at it, the cops are the bad guys now, and the bad guys are just misunderstood. It's ridiculous, and Larry Krasner, who got elected because he was a tough guy, he's letting people on the street. Now I'm not talking about the dime bag guys. I'm not talking about the guy, the 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 jaywalking person. I'm talking about hardened criminals, and you know why? Because they're under orders. And even President Trump has done this, you know, trying to get release people from prison who give him a second chance at life. I'm all for that, and you're doing it right. You go through the list of people who have been in jail a long time and really got overcharged and over-sentenced for minor crimes. But what's happening is, guys like Krasner know the loopholes, know that he's the DA. You know what the DA's supposed to do, Robin? Prosecute criminals, not protect criminals, not hide criminals, not coddle them. He's supposed to prosecute, especially multiple-time gun offenders. And you want more gun laws? Tell me what gun law would have stopped this guy from firing, opening fire on police in Philadelphia? Tell me what law? Tell me you think he went through a background check? You think he had legal guns? Now you're gonna tell me, well, you know, they buy them from Republicans who have guns in all their little houses. First of all, there are no Republicans in this city, and I'm not even a Republican. So they're not buying them from Republicans in the streets of the city because there are none. I don't know where they're getting them, but guess what? They get them very easily. And so if anybody has an answer, I know Jim Kenney does, and he's going to issue a, pre- a straight statement, and the media is going to say, okay, Jim, whatever you say. I'm not, no, no, I'm not going to take any questions today, media. I'm going to come out and cry. But you'll, you'll print whatever I say. You'll take my press releases, and then I'll see you at the next ribbon-cutting. That's the problem with big cities, and that's why they never change, and they get worse. Education has gotten worse in the city. The schools have gotten worse in the city. The streets have gotten worse. The littering. Crime is now worse than ever in this city, and it's a shame. It really is. I wish I had the answers. I don't, but I know what's not an answer, and I guarantee you they will not do this. You will not see Jim Kenney, Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker, Anybody else, go door to door. Why don't you come to Philly, Liz? Why don't you come here and you get your Governor Wolf and you get your Mayor Jim Kenney and you get your DA Larry Krasner who was laughing yesterday in front of the hospital. Did you see that video, Robin? Yes, I did. He shows up at the hospital where six police officers were shot and for some reason he's yucking it up with some people in front of the hospital. Yucking it up in front of a hospital where six cops were shot. I'm mad because I don't want to see this happen anywhere, especially in my city. We've heard stories, we hear gunshots all the time. You think people with illegal guns care about the law? You think they go through background checks? I went through a background check and couldn't even get a gun eight years ago. So don't give me that it's easier to get a a library, it's harder to get a library book than a gun. Another bullshit lie from corrupt politicians trying to keep you enslaved.
3: Well, here's a question, Tony. Yes. This is one that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Uh, the argument that they don't want IDs for voting, but they do want yeah.
1: I know, it's stricter
3: laws for it's guns. Ridiculous. Like a, the two should go hand in hand, like you should have an ID for everything. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Well, of course, but
1: that's, it's, all, it's all pandering, Robin. I get it. Polit- politicians pander. Trump panders; they all pander. That's how you keep people motivated to vote for them or rile them up, like all these nitwits, like Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. Again, I'm not saying it because they're Democrats; they're the ones running for president. There's like 20 of them.
3: Oh, there's enough. Republicans and they all say the say same stupid thing.
1: things. And when Trump says stupid stuff, I'll point it out too. But guess what? Trump's dumb words aren't causing gang bangers to go into houses and load up with automatic weapons to shoot cops because. That's, you know, we watched. There will be a politician who said, you know, those darn cops, we got to stop cops from breaking into suspected gun gangbangers' homes in the middle of the afternoon. That's the, that's the way to stop this. We'll have sanctuary now for gun criminals. Don't you dare break into that house in that bad neighborhood when we know that guy's selling dope and killing people. It's ridiculous.
3: Now, Mars Mike is asking, Tony, there, I think... It- I think we're done, right, with the rant. Yes, and again, I thought
1: that was well-reasoned. I'm not ranting and going crazy. I'm really angry as a Philadelphian. I don't have any agenda here. I'm not a politician. I'm not going to run for mayor. I don't care about politics, but I understand it, and I I studied it. I studied it my entire life. I was a political science major, so I know how these cities work. I grew up here knowing that you had to vote for Democrats. Going back to JFK when I was a little kid. When I went to school, they gave us signs. When Kennedy would come down Broad Street... You know, we didn't know we were kids, but, you know, JFK was a jovial guy. He was in the open car going down Broad Street. We would all go out there with our signs, which they made for us. Yeah, and I think, you know, Kennedy was a great president. But that's when I saw the indoctrination of big cities into believing one thing and one thing alone. And there hasn't been any legitimate Republicans, so it's not like, oh, I wish there was a Republican. You have no choice. When you have no choice, what do you do? You just vote for the guy whose name you recognize. Right? Isn't that or how you, it works? Or
3: they don't go vote.
1: Or they stay home. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not about telling you to vote for this guy or that guy. I don't do that. There are people in the cities, you know, in the neighborhoods, have signs at their windows promoting a candidate. I don't do that.
3: By the way, somebody... Uh, who was it? Um, Mars Mike was saying, why couldn't you get a gun permit, Tony? And I can explain this because... Robin I was, was like, with me. Yeah.
1: So when, we were, when I was working at 97.5, one of our sponsors was... Uh, what's the, uh, French, the Creek out- French Creek yeah. Outfitters, which is out in Phoenixville? Remember, there, great, are, there are very place. few real gun stores in Philadelphia. You can't right. walk into a gun store in Philly because there no, are this very, is like very a few.
3: camping. Yeah, this hunting, is a sport. This is yeah.
1: a hunting, sporty good superstore. Family owned, great place up there in Phoenixville on the French Creek. I did their commercials for years, and Robin and I would go up there because they had an indoor shooting range, which I would advertise. And law-abiding citizens would go in there. You have to provide ID. Right. And then you go in and you can take classes and learn how to shoot. Right. Robin was a good shot. We, we tried different guns. Yes, I not am. Not because we were afraid and we were like we, – because I was doing commercials and they had guns. And I figured living in the city, I'm not going to go out at night patrolling around well, and be – a, a And I
3: would be home alone a lot, Exactly. So exactly.
1: Please. And so I had my house broken into in Venice when I was asleep. Right. And so you got to protect yourself. Chances are I didn't buy the gun because I was hoping to use it. I bought it for protection, which is my right as a citizen, as a citizen without a criminal record. So we pick out a gun. We go there multiple times. We go in the range. We shoot a gun. We finally find it. So we go back the next couple of weeks later and say, you know what? This is the gun we've decided on. They pull it out. They have all my ID stuff. They know we've shot the gun, and they know that that's the gun we want. Put it up on the counter. And then they run the background right. check through Pennsylvania State Police. Now and they it don't call done, DC. It
3: was done through your name alone because exactly. you're the one that would be the registered exactly. owner. And um, it comes back like 10, 15 minutes later. They were having some computer problems as well that day, so we don't know if this. And I'm not angry because, an because I don't have a gun. I mean, I lived without but, one
1: for eight. I've lived without one. The last time I had a gun was in 1977 in Birmingham, Alabama, when I had chickens. And then I went into an actual Kmart and bought a twenty two rifle.
3: Back when they sold them at the Kmart.
1: Yeah, and they still do in some places. Those are not high capacity weapons. They're twenty twos. People use them to hunt small game. I wasn't a hunter. I just got tired of hearing my chickens getting slaughtered every night by rodents and and varmints and and varmints. Yes. So I would try to protect my chickens. That's what I did with my gun. And my marijuana crop, in case the feds showed up, but <laughs> so, they never did out there. So
3: anyway, they came back saying that the um, application was denied, and the rules are that whenever there's a decline like that, the they they, they are not told. These French Creek Outfitters is not told why.
1: Exactly. There's no, no there, it's not French Creek Outfitter. Right. It's the Pennsylvania State right. Police, where they run background checks and so on anybody who wants to buy a firearm.
3: We asked. We're like, how do we find out why? I mean, what the Tony doesn't have any criminal record. There's nothing, nothing on his record no. that would make it decline. So we, so I called, you called. They wouldn't give an answer. They said, well, you know, you can just try again in six months. And finally, I mean, I was like, the, there has to be a reason. You know, you can't just say, well, you're declined, but they'll give no now, reason. No, they don't give
1: you a reason. Well, they don't have to give you a no, reason. No, they don't They have just to. tell you you've been declined, you did not pass the background right. check so under we, the laws on the books.
3: So here's the thing. We still do not know why you They don't have declined. to tell you. They don't have to tell you. However, I did find out in all the phone calls that I made, and I finally did speak to a sheriff um, who said that in the state of Pennsylvania... The background check is not based where it includes your social security number, which you would think would be Exactly. A, Isn't that the easiest way? It would be the easiest way to make sure that you are who you say you are unless you have a false uh, social security number, but that's more difficult to do. This is what it is based on. It is based upon your name and your last known addresses. Right. Which in your case, there happened to be a lot of Anthony Brunos... And the Bruno last name happens to, in the past, have been associated with a mob. Trust
1: me, if I was associated <laughs> with the mob and part of the Bruno crime family, do you think I'd be looking for a legal gun? I know you like the rest a- of these grease balls you, who had guns all over their houses. You
3: would have access to a whole arsenal, I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. So
1: I'd be like Al Capone. I'd have a Tommy gun out of my window at any at any given night. I'd have it. I would do like with the. What's-his-face did? Heisenberg in the final episode of Breaking Bad. I would have gotten a a garage door opener and put one of those machine guns in the back so that I could just hit it and have that thing just keep going around around and around and around and around and around.
3: And by the way, the PPA parking tickets have absolutely nothing. That is not one of the things that influences whether you can get a a gun or not. No, the Philadelphia Parking Authority. It's the the only efficiently run business in the city. If you have a felony on your record, if you have any kind of domestic violence on your record, if you have a um, drunk driving on your record, um, and uh, an outstanding warrant... Those are the things that will prevent you from being able to get a gun. That's the red gun. flag that they get and in
1: Harrisburg, and they say, oh, by the way, they found something, but we don't have to tell you what it is. The fact is, there wasn't anything. So all of you nutcases out there, gun grabbers, who think, oh, it's so easy to get a gun. Oh, man, you can... it's easier to get a gun. What's the one Jim Kenny used last night? It's easier to get a gun in this city than to get a cannoli. <laughs> Something like that.
3: I think it was... Uh, I, I actually don't remember. There was, But I've seen a lot of them. It's easier to get a gun than it is to get... Yeah, a, they, it's,
1: all, it's a political talking point. Oh, oh, library point. card. Oh, library card, yeah. Even um, Robin got a library card in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia. She didn't even need an ID. So
3: my, my argument... I mean, I know that in your case, you were declined... Because of your last name and associate, no. Because
1: they found something that didn't was with well, some, but it some wasn't, other Anthony. It Brunner. was some
3: some other Anthony. That's point, how easy it is my, to get a gun. All you point. experts out there. Here's my point, though. The fact that it declined you, it could very easily give somebody else an allowance because nothing showed up, even though something should have shown up. It should be based on your social security. Basically,
1: number, the, the moral to this story is, we have a government that can't run anything properly. You tell me one government agency. Listen, and I'm not disrespecting the people who work for the government. My son works for the government, okay? So I'm not disrespecting the government employees. But you tell me, the DMV. You name me an agency, the VA. All these government agencies who we pay tax dollars to run and take care of the people in this country, the law enforcement community. Tell me that they're run efficiently. They're not.
3: That would be Dean's walk-up song.
1: I knew he would put that in there. <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, that, that's that's my rant. I didn't want to go over the top. I just because it really bothered me when I was watching this last I night. Know. I'm trying to watch the baseball game, and then I'm watching the same thing unfold for hours. Yep. Because it, you know, it was it was ha- the entire country was watching this. Yeah. And it makes the city.
3: Well, and then look you were even bad. more angry when Fox, uh, the local Fox station. bailed
1: to- out to put Beverly Hills 90210 on. Like, so I went to another channel. I was like, you, you just switched out of a live hostage situation to show some shitty, crappy, bullshit network show. And I love the people at Fox 29. I don't know who made this decision. Yeah, that was a bad decision. It was a stupid decision. Because every. Yeah, so then I just flipped to another local channel. And they did the right thing. You don't yeah. break away from a, a live hostage in- incident where a guy's still shooting at police
3: and the police because you've s-
1: been there long. Hey, it's time to get to Beverly Hills 90210. you know I, I know people are waiting. Sadly, there are a lot of people probably calling and complaining. Yeah, where's 90210? Come on. So what if innocent people get shot? Who cares how many cops get shot? I got to see Beverly Hills 90210 That's. <sighs> what's going on in the city. It's on
3: ridiculous. that
1: note... So, that, so let's just move on. I just wanted to get that out of my system. All right. Because, you know, this stuff, this isn't just a... I don't have an agenda. I. It's hard for me to sleep on nights like last night.
3: Yeah, no, you were, when you, I you, see, you were upset. It,
1: it bothered me because I know on that... I know that area on North Broad Street. Your daughter mm-hmm. went to Temple. I, I went to Temple... Your, your had, future and son-in-law. And also, we
3: had lots and lots of people who are not familiar with Philadelphia that were calling texting and us texting and calling me and saying, hey, so like, "Oh my is, God, are you, you Guys, guys okay? okay? And
1: you know, it's, it's, it's like two miles, three miles away from here. Right. So you know, once things happen in small areas, this is a big city. That's North Broad Street. It's near the Temple campus. A lot of kids going back to school and stuff. And you, I worry about innocent people. I don't care about the criminals. See, I don't treat criminals as heroes. I treat criminals as the bad guy. The criminals are always the bad guy. They're not the good guy. And unfortunately, a lot of people think the cops are the bad guy and the criminals are the good guys, including our DA, Larry Krasner, who should be handcuffed and let out by the U.S. attorney in Philadelphia. That guy, I'm telling you, you mark my words and mark the tape right now. Thursday, August 15th, Larry Krasner will wind up being arrested and jailed Before he leaves office, when people start looking at his body of work and how he handles criminal justice in this city, he will be cuffed and led away by the U.S. attorney's office. Mark my words. I don't want that to happen, but I know a lot of stuff that's going on behind the scenes. And I'm telling you, this guy's bad. He's bad news. And he is propped up by really, really bad people who don't have the interest of the majority of the people in mind they don't care so there you have it tape is marked did you mark it this time I around? did did you I use did. a grease pencil how did you mark it? did you write it down i write i wrote you it put down put it on a post it note cuz every on... time i say mark the tape back in the day you know when we had the reel the reel we would we would like actually put a little, or there was a little counter on there mm-hmm. and you would put the counter down on the reel to reel like yeah, zero, 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 same, one, but... two, and I just
3: do it according to time. Can you make a
1: digital? Can you make a digital footprint on there? Can you like stamp a digital date on there, like August fifteenth, twenty nineteen? I I, wrote it down. (laughs) Yeah, when are you going to lose that book then? When I was like, "Robin, I I don't lose
3: the book, (laughs) but I might lose the page." But I, but it's on the date, so (laughs) hopefully, hopefully, I won't lose it.
1: (laughs) Oh man! Anyway, the police aren't making the laws. They're here to enforce the laws. Right. Who's saying the police are making the laws? They don't make the laws. No. There are people that don't want them to enforce the laws. Yeah,
3: and a lot of, like, look up in Seattle where the police are told, don't enforce the laws. Exactly.
1: That's the thing that scares me. Not for me, but for the people in the city. People walking down the street, people going to a, a, a subway station, an afternoon drive at City Hall. There's a shootout. Who do you call you know what, if something I, happens in your neighborhood? Do you the call thing, your local neighborhood junkie, or do you call the police?
3: Here's the one thing that I really, 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 just quickly, and then we'll move on to sports, and we'll stop this, um, that bothers me a lot. Right now, if somebody shoots up and does multiple shots, like like this this guy um, or the thing in El Paso, and it's called a mass shooting, Correct. just because more than... I'm just throwing a number out. I don't know what qualifies as a mass shooting anymore. Anything, but, but anything over, over
1: three, people three people shot.
3: Three people shot is a mass, they're, they're shooting. Saying that it's a mass shooting. But they, yet, they
1: ignore the ones here they, in Philly they ignore and in Chicago.
3: The every single night in Detroit. You know why? Here, because it doesn't. Places
1: it, it where does, somebody
3: it, gets shot every single night, and yet that's that's you know they're they're not giving any attention to that. No,
1: they ignore it. And if I point that out, I got all these slap dicks here on my Twitter feed. Oh, Tony, you're why is it always the same people? Who just talk about nothing but politics are arguing that when I point out that Philadelphia has had a lot of mass shootings this summer as a fact, yeah, fact, go look it up.
3: Doesn't matter. I'm not making
1: this stuff. I don't make stuff up to suggest that when somebody drives by a family picnic and starts spraying innocent people that who are out enjoying a graduation mass party, as well. that's a mass shooting When three people die and seventeen are injured, that's a mass shooting. People. Just because you don't want to talk about it because it doesn't fit your agenda does it make it untrue. Because it, the gun-grabbing agenda and the people who don't want American citizens to have the right to protect themselves, those are the ones who are the evil people in this country, the evildoers, bad human beings. All right, enough. All right. Let's get down to the business Let's now, Let's get Rob. down to the business, here. I wanted to clear my throat and my palate.
3: You had to get it out of your system. You needed to purge. Well,
1: you know, so I wasn't a ranning, scraping lunatic. No, no, no.
3: You were very calm. You know, I, we, we know it's unusual for you, but you weren't inc- You were calm. I mean, it's unusual. <laughs> you were calm.
1: Because I try, to be reason- I try to bring reason. Not, you know, I'm not some right-wing nutcase who's going on there screaming about this stuff. I ripped all the Democratic candidates because they're the ones who turn everything into politics. As I mentioned, the guy was still shooting last night. And Joaquin Castro puts out a tweet and says, I'm, I'm thinking about all the people in Philadelphia and never once mentioned the six cops who were shot. Thinking about all the people in Philadelphia as he went on his gun grab thing, did not even mention six cops were shot. That just shows you the mindset of these douchebags like the Castro brothers. Despicable douchebags who should never be allowed to even walk into a government building, let alone have any power. Scumbags. Oh, yeah. Anyway, let's get back to the baseball action, Robin. We got football. We got exhibition football tonight. Ooh. I wonder if people are getting uh, liquored up now to watch a game on TV that will be played. If you're in the Philly area, you're going to watch the Eagles and Jacksonville Jaguars. You got the Jets in Atlanta tonight. You got Cincinnati and Washington green bay at baltimore and on national tv espn tonight eight o'clock your oakland raiders and arizona cardinals that'll be the national game everyone else will be locally uh broadcast and they'll have announcers that you'll never hear again the rest of the year because it's preseason and they hire them although a lot of them are good you know kevin Harlan does the green bay packer games locally so you'll have a lot of guys that you'll hear on network broadcast doing the games but they right. do those just for preseason and then go back to their network gigs when the season starts. All right, let's get down to the baseball action, Rob. We got a lot of stuff today. We got Connor uh, McGregor update. We got a Great Florida update. <laughs> it's one of those really updates. We have a Jay-Z is now suddenly not woke anymore. Jay-Z is now a bad guy, Robin. What? We will have a Jay-Z update. We'll have uh, an Antonio Bryant update and we will have the assorted quality stuff that only miss robin can bring you daily here on bruno nation live on twitch don't forget to it like the show it is my specialty follow the show like the show and uh, tell your friends about it twitch.tv bruno nation live every day 180 minutes of uninterrupted content fun and, and unless we have a technical glitch and then we but then we make it up on the back end it's like a soccer game here we go we have the clock running for 180 minutes And if something happens technically and we go off for a couple minutes, we add that time to the end so that you're not gypped out of the full 180 minutes that we promise you every single day. Commercial free. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, let's get down to the baseball business, Robin. Because last night, I put the hashtag out there. We got to get this trending, Robin, because that's important to get your hashtag trending. Everybody's got names for the Phillies. Yeah, you know, Charlie Manuel came back. Good luck, Chuck is a good one. You like that one? Wasn't that a movie? Good luck. Good luck, Chuck. I don't think it was good. Was it Good luck,
3: Chuck? Bad luck, Chuck?
1: I don't know, but it's that rhymes. Not yes. two buck Chuck, because it's not even two bucks anymore, even though they still sell it in Trader Joe's. But I came up with the the perfect analogy to describe the immediate impact that Charlie Manuel had on your Philadelphia Phillies. Tell me this one is an absolutely dead solid perfect. Not my style to toot my own horn, Robin. But nobody else's. Well, not all the time, anyway. Hashtag Charliewood. Chollywood. C-H-O-L-L-Y wood. Not Hollywood. Ah, Charlie Wood. And wood, of course, very, very appropriate yes. because the boys busted out the, the whooping sticks last night. It was lumber company. Back in the day. Remember the lumber company with the Pittsburgh Pirates? Charlie Wood, ladies and gentlemen. Good luck, Chuck. was a, it's, That's right. It was a bad Dane Cook movie, which is an oxymoron. Has there been a good Dane Cook movie? No, I mean, seriously.
3: And he's kind of fallen off the face of the earth. No, nah, he's
1: still out there. He's got a, lot of, he got a lot of plastic surgery done. He still gets chicks. Really? Still does comedy stuff. I don't hate the guy. Come on. Not Bollywood, Charlie Wood. Hashtag it out there, Robin. Hashtag, please. Let's get this trending. Okay, wait.
3: Down. How do you spell Charlie?
1: It's, it's like it sounds, you know, because they don't call him Charlie Manuel. They call him Charlie, you know, like people say, "Hey, Charlie, yo, Charlie." They don't like our neighbor Charlie. Hashtag. But I don't say Charlie. C H O L L Y, all C-H-O? one word. C O. Yes, Charlie. C H O Charlie, like jolly. Okay. It's Charlie Wood. What's the matter with you, Robin? Charlie Wood. C-H-O-L-Y-W-O-O-D. Not
3: Dolly Wood.
1: Yes. Charlie Wood.
3: Charlie Wood. Get okay, that some bitch out.
1: Let's get it trending now. I want to be a trending topic. I want to move ahead of impeach Trump on the tweet agenda today. Oh,
3: wait, I get <laughs> it. See, it's Robin. Dollywood, Hollywood, Charlie Wood. Charlie Wood. Wood. Uh, okay. Really,
1: Robin? You really went there and not expect to get one of these already? I
3: <laughs> <laughs> <He> was expecting <laughs> I was expecting it.
1: (laughs) Jollywood.
3: I get it now. I get it. How is that
1: not the front page on the back page? If I work for the New York Post or if I work for the Philadelphia Daily News, that would have been the back page headline today. Because the New York tabloids do a great job. The Daily News and the New York Post on their back page sports headlines and even on their front page headlines, they have the best headline writers. Philly, I don't know what's happened in this town. We used to be a hip and trendy, great... Like we, you know, the one when, uh, when Gene Shu was fired by the Sixers and the headline on the back page was Shue no longer Fitz. S-H-U-E, uh-huh. no longer F-I-T-Z. So he was fired by F. Fitz Dixon who was the owner of the Sixers and his name was Gene Shu. That's the kind it. of stuff. That's clever. That's when people bought newspapers. When you saw that headline on the newsstand, you're saying, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny right there. Let me give you a roaring round of applause. Not Natalie Wood, of course, or Wilbur Wood, or James Woods, or anybody else with the wood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough. Charlie Wood, pass it on.
3: I like it. We Bust
1: like out it. the wood. You know what I'm saying? Ridiculous. Tony,
3: before I forget, though, what? What are you forget I want to remind about? people. Remind him what uh, we, we sort of did a soft announcement before
1: but I like a hard announcement myself. What? I don't like to do soft openings. yeah we,
3: we do prefer hard you got to go in
1: hard you got to go in hot and you got to go in hard
3: and since we are talking about football
1: no we're talking about baseball right now, Robin
3: Oh okay well then I'll wait until you talk about football.
1: yeah so don't talk about football
3: oh well, that's true we were talking about Charliewood.
1: get some baseballs we talk about Charliewood Chollywood. Good luck shock and what's interesting to know here, Robin, you talk about karma fate. The, the stars aligning, Mercury and retrograde. Uh huh, uh huh. Last night marked the exact six years to the date after Charlie Manuel managed his last game at, for the Phillies. It was six years to the date, Damn. August 14th. Charlie gets the boys back on the field yesterday afternoon in a light rain and a light drizzle. And what happens? It was club club clumping, not thub honking. Uh, cl- <laughs> I knew I would botch that. Not ch- remember Chubba Wumpa? Yes. What was the name of that song, Robin?
3: Club thumping, thumping. Club thumping. Is it club thumping?
1: Yes. I have that in here, so let me play it, Robin.
3: Something thumping.
1: It was club thumping.
3: Tub thumping.
1: Tub thumping, that's right. Dope. I even have it loaded today.
3: Bob from Valley Forge, tub thumping.
1: I have it right here. Bring the baseball music now. I right, get the damn baseball team. This is what was happening last night. It's cub thumping. No doubt, yeah, not tub thumping, and no, not seal clubbing. Come on, man, that's like so wrong. What do you mean, don't play? You're pissing the night away, man. Pissing the night away. I think this is the one where she says pissing, right? Because, you know, they edited for radio play. She says hissing the night away. Yeah, that's Because cool. you can't say pissing or you couldn't back in the day. By the way, we'll play the song again later in the show. You know why? Why? It'll fit with our Conor McGregor update that ah. we're going to have. I will Talk about pissing his life away. Full he certain. got knocked out. No. So the Phillies last night. Is this a coincidence? And Charlie Manuel just spends just a few short minutes. And as I told minutes on the field before the game, and as I told you yesterday when I released the lineup card, that people were knocking the fact that he had Reese Hoskins batting. This is this Gabe, of course, who says he's not going to manage scared the rest of the year. Remember that, Robin. Gabe Kapler. Remember him? He's the other guy. He's the right, manager right. that nobody's paying attention to. But uh, Gabe put Reese Hoskins' lead off. A guy who's been colder than ice, than dry ice. And what does he do? You know, obviously he's not been playing well. And then he got, he got, he got Gabe, he got, what's his face? Reese Hoskins on leadoff. And then he put JT Riamulto at 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 uh, cleanup. And people are going, what is he doing putting JT, Ria- JT riamulto has been their hottest hitter. And what does JT do last night? He hits a grand salami. 13 hits. Two home runs from Bryce Harper. The grand salami time. Poor Cole Hamels probably should not have uh, cut his hair off because whatever he had when he had the long, beautiful hair here with the Phillies back in 2008, he lost it, man. He got lathered. He
3: had beautiful hair.
1: Lathered real hard. But a class act everybody gave him a reward. He even said he'll pay the fine because he wore uh, the patch that yes. the Phillies are wearing to commemorate Dave Montgomery, who Cole Hamels goes back to when He was an 18-year-old, was drafted by the Phillies. Mm-hmm. He and Dave Montgomery had an incredible relationship, and obviously Dave Montgomery died, and the Phillies are wearing commemorative yeah, patches. And he,
3: and he said he didn't get permission ahead of time, but he didn't care. He's going to pay the fine. They're not
1: going to fine him for that. Yeah, they are. I know he will. plays for another team. You can honor somebody else. If you could put advertising on your stupid shirts, which baseball has yet to embrace yet, but everybody else is. So, you know, Cole, even when he got lathered, they took him out of there earlier, and what happened? He still got a standing ovation, because people appreciate greatness in the city. Just because you go to another team, people remember those who do well. Unfortunately, people also remember those who do poorly in the city. But hey, what am I going to do? I can't control that. You know what we always say, Robin, when we talk about stuff like that? Because we're not all perfect.
0: Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit.
1: Exactly. So the Phillies, 11 to 1, they go for the sweep tonight. Last time they swept the team was the Mets in a four game sweep. So can they bring out the brooms tonight? Let's break out the brooms and have that a, a song? ball. You don't remember that song, Robin? No. Are you kidding me? It was a great song from back in the day. Is that all there is?
3: See, there you go. As soon as you say from back in the day. Peggy Lee. Uh, I, Peggy was I alive? Lee.
1: No. Were you alive for Benny Goodman? Were you alive for the Beatles in Tony. 64?
3: But they don't always play these yes, they do. old songs.
1: They play this song. You'll hear it in a commercial pretty soon because commercials <laughs> always play old songs that people never heard before. And then they say, wow, I love that song. And I stood there. Can you read this up a little bit? It's a great song from What's Peggy Lee. So there are my pajamas? You like pajamas. I prefer to be nude I when I sleep. Is that all there is, is to that a circus? All there is to a fire. To a fire, then it goes to a circus. And then she starts singing in, as is only that pe- oh, all there is. is. Sing it, Peggy. Is,
0: is that, that all, all there
1: is? is? If that's all there is, my friend, then let's keep dancing. Let's break out the booze and have a ball. If that's all there is, if that's all and then Charlie Manuel would say, "Hey, what it is is what it is." Exactly.
3: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> this actually was a top forty radio really? hit. This song was being played with the Beatles and Motown. Did you stop it? Yes, I stopped. Uh-huh. we you hear another taste, a little bit more. And when I was
3: twelve years old, my daddy took me to the circus.
1: As long as he didn't take him to Jeffrey Epstein's uh, island. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: There were clowns, and elephants, mm-hmm. and dancing bears, yeah. and a beautiful lady in pink tights flew high above our heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as I sat there, watching, I had the feeling that something was missing. I don't know what, but when it was it all sounds over. Sounds like this is from a musical. Like
1: no, it's a... not from a musical. See, right? this is
3: what's weird about you. It's, it's not you from like a musical. This, mu- song, this was it, a number it, one hit song. Yeah, but it sounds like is it should be.
1: Oh, there is. is? Is Isn't that all that the <laughs> That's what we'll find out from the Phillies tonight. Oh, can they finish off the sweep? Let's break out the brooms. <laughs> let's keep See, not break out the booze, I you break, like out, the booms, let's brooms,
3: break out, out the booms Brooms, break out the booze. Okay, and now you can if turn it If
1: that's down. all, there is, Charlie. That's what it is, is what, what it is. is. <laughs> it's a great song, Robin.
3: It is a good song. I'm sick and like tired
1: it. of having to educate you and school, My you. My daughter
3: could sing the crap out of that song.
1: I know, it's a great song. Peggy Lee was phenomenal. You know what She had a, That wasn't really even her biggest hit. She did uh, what was it? She what, has a fantastic voice. What was the classic uh, fever? She did I think the original hit version of fever.
3: Let's see. Yes, look yeah, up fever. Peggy Lee fever. I have
1: fever. You know how much, much I love. Much. You. See,
3: now that one I know.
1: It's about Well, you know. Well, wait a minute. It was the same era. You didn't we weren't this alive, then, Robin. A lot. Everybody's done this song, but she did it the best. Never know how much Beaver I flyer super. Not, fan. Be, not beaver. <laughs> beaver. Never not. know how much I love you. Never know how much I can. When, when you I put, put my mouth around, around you. Me, I gave <laughs> fever. <a> fever. <laughs> so hard, You of the fever. Me. Not the Philadelphia fever, indoor look a soccer team. When you kiss me fever, when you hold me
3: tight. Fever. Fever in the morning. Fever, fever
1: all through, through the night. Come on, baby. Everybody.
3: Sunlight's
1: got the fever. How about my Philadelphia Fever night. North American Soccer I League am indoor lacrosse and indoor soccer team? I still and have a jersey. They gave me a jersey, and right right. I played Do for them fever. a little bit. Yeah. Not beaver. No, not that kind of uh, fever. No, I don't fever. want that one. Although I did have jungle fever at one one stage of my life. I mean, who doesn't? You know what they say.
3: Everybody. Everybody Everybody does.
1: Excuse me while I whip this out. (laughs) That's right. Miss Peggy Lee, we used to call her.
3: Miss Peggy Lee.
1: God, she's good.
3: Yeah, she has a very sultry voice. Exactly, man.
1: That was panty-dropping music back in the day.
3: Uh, Or boxer dropping.
1: (laughs) Yes, or granny pants. Granny panty dropping. (laughs)
3: Uh, I don't know what you would call it.
1: (laughs) Who's calling me now?
3: Does it really matter who's calling you? Why do you have your phone on sound? Because I had
1: to get ready for the show, and I had a lot of crap to do, Robin.
3: Ah. Ah, so.
1: Um, No, no, she was a... Look up Peggy Lee, Robin.
3: Yeah, I know. I I I see her right here. She was very pretty. Do you want to? Do you want me to show people?
1: Everybody knows what she looks like,
3: Robin. Well, then why are you asking?
1: Me? I don't know. <laughs> Just Google her, and oogle her from back in the day. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, let's get back to baseball, Robin. See how we always get off track here. Sort of like uh, Septa.
3: She died in 2002 at the age of 81 years old.
1: I know. But her music will never die, right. Do you know
3: that that was not her real name? Because of course no. not. She was, she was born Norma Dolores Eggstrom. Eggstrom? Eggstrom. A good Norwegian good, name. Good, so, good hockey
1: name. Hey, uh, there she is. Yeah. Norma yeah. Norma Jean was also, you know, Norma Jean was um, uh, Marilyn, Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Norma was a big name back then. Yeah, How come kids don't, parents don't name their girls Norma anymore? That's like an old, that's an old white lady name. Yes, That's is. some white, white woman shit right there. No, I, <laughs> think,
3: I don't think... I think that... Norma, Norma Ray,
1: of course, was yeah. the, uh, the activist mm-hmm. played by what's-her-face in the movie? The Flying Nun?
3: Yes. I can't think of her name right now, but that was her... Hello? Um, Gidget.
1: Gidget, yes. Sally ah, Fields. Sally Fields. It's a matter, Robin? All right, let's get back to the business here. Enough of bedazzling you with my brilliant musical analogy. Baseball action! Uh, I already did everybody in the house getting hits last night. The Mets, meanwhile, all of a sudden, Mets fans are in panic mode, thinking they were going to win the division. The guy just bet two grand on them to win the World Series. And then what happened? Something went terribly, terribly wrong in the big city. Mets have lost three straight, and all of a sudden, the Mets are back in fourth place, and the Phillies have moved up to three again. How about that? One game behind the Phillies now as the Mets slip a little bit. Mets are nine games. Phillies are nine games back in the division, which obviously they're not going to win. Mets are ten games back in the division behind the Braves, which obviously they're not going to win. The Nationals, meanwhile, stay hot. So did Atlanta. Both teams keep winning. Washington has won four straight. Braves have won three straight, so nothing changes there. Nats are six, uh, six behind Atlanta in the National League East one of the two divisions still pretty much up for contention in all of baseball at American League Central has the Twins and Indians both losing and the Twins stay up a half game on the Tribe Can we still call them the Tribe or is that racist? If they're Jewish we could call them the Tribe though, right? Member of the Tribe? Yeah. M-O-T well, You know, a lot of my Jewish friends will say, hey, you M-O-T You know what that means, right? Well,
3: and a lot of my gay friends, they say that they're part of the Tribe
1: I thought the Tribe was just a Jewish thing I
3: don't know
1: I like that MLB Tonight the music, don't you? I do too. Let me play it again. It's got a good beat. You could dance to it. Ah, get it, get it, everybody! Oh, that's my uh, Mad Dog impression on MLB Network. Who does a phenomenal, phenomenal job. Yeah, I like this. It's got good percussion. It's got the full orchestration that you want. Uh huh. Solid stuff. So anyway, let's get back to the baseball. So in the wild card in the National League, Cubs. Sitting there alone in the second spot for the wild card. CC. The Milwaukee Brewers are a game and a half back, and the Phillies stay two games back in the wild card after last night's play as we go into action tonight in the Bigs. And, of course, the other news with the Phillies, Jake Arrieta is probably shut down for the rest of the years, going to have surgery on that elbow, hoping to come back next year. And Corey Dickerson, who got hit on the hand the other night, remember that, by the pitch? Yeah. He's okay, He hasn't been put on the injured list. He's listed as day-to-day. So he stays on the bench, but the Phillies sent Jake Arrieta to the injured list so to take a spot on the roster. They call up a guy who just two years ago was slapping the ball like crazy for the Tampa Bay Rays, Logan Madison. You remember him? Logan Second, you know, he's a left-handed hitter. He was a first baseman, left fielder. He's been in AAA A. But in 2017, for your Tampa Bay Rays, the guy had 38 home runs and an 868 OPS for Tampa. So did he fall that far off the face of the earth? In fact, when he was in A by the Phillies, he was complaining. He says, I don't belong here. I'm a major league player. So the Phillies bring him up, put him on the bench as a left, uh, left-handed bat, and he also can play some left field because the Phillies are thin in the right. outfield with Dickerson being out, and they don't want to bring Nick Williams back up because he's a total waste on the bench because the guy can't hit as a pinch hitter. So they got to try Logan Morrison. What did I say? Madison? It's Morrison. Logan Morrison. I remember him. He was, he was unbelievable in Tampa. And then he got let go, and the Phillies take a flyer, put him in AAA down at Lehigh Valley. I can't even read my own writing. So Logan Morrison on the bench for your fight and fill. Was he the rookie of the year that year? I did say Madison. I, I, I stand corrected. Not Randy Logan, the now, former Philadelphia. Now, what did Philly you write Aussie. down? I, I scribbled it. So I, it, looks like Ma- <laughs> it looks like Morrison.
3: People really, they don't understand. It how looks much- like
1: Madison because my D, I didn't, I didn't finish the R. Ah. See, I'll show you right here. See, you can see it right there. And I, I watched the guy play. I know who he is. It looked like Madison to me. Not Ashley Madison. Where men go to cheat yes, they when did. they're not hooked up with Jeffrey Epstein and going down into an island with young girls, Ashley Madison.
3: By the way, did yes. you see? Did you see the photograph of the painting that was hanging in Epstein's? Yeah, people house? are
1: saying they don't know if it's authentic.
3: It's a painting. It is not a photo. No, it's not.
1: A, it's a painting of former President Bill Clinton in a blue dress with <laughs> red heels yes. sitting on a throne. It's on a, real a wall painting. inside Jeffrey uh, Epstein's by, mansion.
3: It was painted by an Australian artist, so they know who painted it, and whether the the painting itself is the original painting or whether it's a print that was framed,
1: is it does fake it news? really matter. Is it fake news, but, Robin? But
3: it was Has hanging? it been
1: authenticated?
3: The, the fact that it was hanging in the house is real.
1: I'm sure Bill was hanging in the house many times, you know, hey.
3: <laughs> it's just, <laughs> but it is a hysterically funny piece of art. I gotta say. Someone and would it's say, very well done. I must say I that the artist him, was very talented. I don't know why, but I
1: do. You believe him?
0: I believe him, yo. <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like to get involved in that stuff, but I believe this is the same man that once made one of the biggest lies in the history of the world, which Louisi has in his machine here, but I can't find it. It's ridiculous. Which one is it? You know which one. Not this one. You have smoked yourself retarded. No, that was yesterday with Mike Tyson when we did that segment oh, yeah. about the weed.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. I was just reading and uh, speaking of of, of marijuana, uh, I believe it's Illinois. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong because I just sort of glanced at it, but uh, they have a new rule that um, if you are under the age of eighteen, they are now going to allow you to smoke marijuana only before or after school, as long on on campus as long as you have gotten permission. Like you have a you, you have, have to get
1: the per- parents know. A what permit. about if you bring a jewel in there? You allowed to smoke that?
3: I was like that. That's that's really great. You know, encourage the encourage everybody just to. See, here's the thing.
1: Smoke cigarettes or weed? No, weed. Weed. You can smoke weed, but don't bring any cigarettes in the, near the building within thirty five yards. And again, I'm not a cigarette smoker. I'm an ex smoker, so I know how hard it is. But so this is in Chicago? I, well, at least uh, they're not letting kids bring guns in schools yet, though. So that's that's at least start. It you weird. gotta take it one step at a time, Robin. <laughs> By the way, I am tempted to release a stone cold lead pipe football lock for tonight's games. I know I tell people not to bet on football, preseason football, but I did give you the original football game, so I'm 2-0, and and I'm chomping at the bit to get a couple of more winners tonight. Because, you know, as I've always said on this show...
3: I want winners!
1: Exactly right. Yes. And more importantly...
3: Straight cash, homie. Yep. Uh, well, you're going to be... I mean, are, are we moving on to football?
1: Yeah, I just finished up the uh, okay. the baseball update with a Mike Logan Morris update. Because,
3: you know, like I mentioned before... Uh, we did the soft announcement, but we do prefer the hard announcement, so I'm going to do the hard announcement Is this breaking news? No, it's not, because we did the soft announcement, so it's not really breaking. But I just want to remind everybody... What's the
1: difference between a soft and a hard right now?
3: Well, the soft one was like, we think it's all happening, we're not 100% sure. But now we know it is. now we know.
1: And this is breaking news.
3: So, Tony Bruno, you are going to be on terrestrial radio again how about
1: extraterrestrial radio is that, that we have well. to wait do i have to wait till we storm area 51 well
3: you will be streaming as well so it could go anywhere it could be extraterrestrial but you will be on terrestrial radio at 973 ESPN radio now we're
1: on there every week with Harry so this is yes. I'm not taking a job there no, I'm no, not no. leaving this but I'm doing some extra shows
3: right because they want you Mr. Monday night Mr. Yes. Thursday night yes. and Mr. Sunday 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 yes so three days a week uh, you will be airing live and
1: these are in addition to the regularly scheduled quality Correct. broadcasts. That you get here on um, twitch.tv. And
3: this is going to be on location whenever possible. The Monday night location is set for the entire football season. Is it locked in? It is locked, locked and in, loaded. <gasps> locked and loaded at the Landmark Americana in Glassboro.
1: Oh, I love that place. I do too. They have a liquor store conveniently located next door. <laughs> this is like a It's attached. A great. It's, you couldn't <laughs> have a better. It's so awesome. If, if there's going to be Armageddon, I want to be in the Landmark Americana in Glassboro. And then I can go next door and stock up and then get a dorm room over there at yes. Rowan, formerly Glassboro Estate, formerly so Glassboro.
3: These are going to be 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern. And it's you like can... a
1: two-hour pre-game show. Correct.
3: And yes. then the Thursday night show is also supposed to be on location, but that's yet to be determined. <laughs> and the Sunday uh, football Sunday as well, if there is a home game. You will be doing it outside in... Uh, in the parking in lot? The parking lot. At,
1: at, at Lincoln Financial yes. Field? So that are you serious right now, Robin? I am totally serious. So oh how exciting God. is that?
3: You are going to be pre-gaming. I like
1: to get back out there, press the flesh...
3: And so baby, anybody that's going backs. to the game will be able to go out and see you oh,
1: up, man. up close
3: and personal. And um, to- I
1: may even do some shots with the people out there.
3: So the Landmark Americana starts on...
1: And it's going to be a preseason. We're not going to wait till the season opener, Robin.
3: Yes, that's Monday, September 9th is the first that's the Landmark season Americana. Yes, yes, that's
1: the Landmark Americana. Now- everybody knows the place in New Jersey. Not everybody, but a lot of people are checking in saying beautiful... Uh, nice, the brisket cheesesteak, try it there.
3: Yes, yes, yes. Now, Love
1: that place. On
3: August 22nd, Tony Bruno. Yes. I still don't know exactly how we're going to figure this one out time-wise. Is that the, gonna gonna make the last preseason
1: game? Or, no, that's the next of the last preseason Correct. game. This
3: is August. That's next week. That's, that's next, next Thursday.
1: Thursday.
3: That's a week from
1: tonight, Robin. A week
3: from tonight, next Thursday, we are going to jo- join um, Harry and Etan at the rooftop bar at... Uh, from the Great American Pub. Where's that one located? That's in... Uh... Is that in
1: uh, King of Prussia again? No, no that's no, no. in, uh, in uh, Conchahokken. So we're so, doing it from
3: Conchy? Conchy, the Great American Pub, rooftop bar. I didn't know there was a
1: rooftop bar up there. I did
3: not know that We were in either. there, we
1: did. Remember, we did the NFL draft inside, show in because there. because it
3: was crappy. It was raining outside.
1: Yeah, we, well, no, but they had it set up inside.
3: But I the think... Draft. They might have done it up
1: Up higher, on, up on, on the, the roof?
3: Up. On the uh, roof, uh, if it had uh, not been reading, But that will be from 5 to 7 p.m. And what pre-game. date is that
1: now? i got to write these down. I want people to write this stuff down.
3: August 22nd, Tony Bruno.
1: Oh, that's so, next Thursday. So, remember. So, next Thursday. Who are the Eagles playing that night? I think it's the Jets here, right? I, got, I don't have the preseason schedule.
3: I don't have the preseason set- schedule either. Schedule.
1: Schedule. Oh, you know what I love to hear when we're up there? You know I'm going to be playing playing this, a block of the, the Drifters, Rob. Yeah. So, the Jets is the last. The Baltimore Ravens here. Okay.
3: B-b-b- the Jets are the
1: final game, but this I think this is an Eagles home game against the Ravens here. And then they play at the Jets in the final, the fourth preseason game. But we're not going to do anything for the fourth pre. We're going to be there next week.
3: Up on the roof. Yes, up on the roof. So that's So remember these two dates. August 22nd. Oh, no. Um, and then that's going to be a joint thing with Harry Natan, and we're going to go live on Twitch as well. On the we, roof. We might have to change our Twitch show time for that Thursday just so that we can make it happen. Yeah, because we
1: got to jump on the Walt Whitman right. Bridge and get down to 55, so, and then we got to jump over there and go so to Glassboro. So
3: we might actually just do the Twitch show just completely from there uh, live. Set and it then, up live? And then now so, you're talking
1: about now Thursday, remember, is in Conshohocken. And it's a great American pub. Right. Everybody knows where that and is. So Make sure you get there early to find parking. So
3: next Thursday, we might not be doing the one to four. We might be doing just the show up at uh, the the great American pub. On Thirsty
1: Thursday, Thursday, Rob? Yeah.
3: I, I mean, logistically, I'm just trying to yeah, figure gonna this out. Yeah, it's going to be
1: hard getting yeah. up there.
3: Then, this is the next date. Make sure that you have this down. Write it down. Uh, Monday, September 9th. That is where Tony will start from the Landmark Americana in Glassboro. Monday, and
1: September 9th.
3: For those of you who cannot get the signal, um, 97.3 has a fantastic app that you yep. can listen to. Plus, I will be streaming it with one camera only. But We will, I will be on be, Twitch, too, for all of these shows. Yes.
1: We'll not only be either on ninety-seven. Well, those shows, all the football shows will be on 97.3 FM. Yes, you, which you can get on the app. So
3: it'll be a and
1: we'll be on Twitch too on our to Bruno Nation live right. Twitch chat. It'll
3: be a, a slightly toned down version of Twitch, but it'll uh, during the commercial breaks. Tony will be able to interact with everybody on um, on Twitch, but you will be able to see the entire show uh, as well.
1: I'm gonna be out there. I'll be out there.
3: Uh, Trevor uh, from the 203. Robin, is Tony going to be in parking lots for the home opener?
1: Yeah. I, yes. If it, whatever the whenever the Eagles play on Sundays, which is every Sunday, right. unless they play on Monday night or Thursday right. night, if it's a
3: home game, then... we will
1: be there for every home game right. in the parking lot, not tailgating
3: getting... baby. And, and at
1: least there, it'll be a couple of hours before game time, so that when I have a couple of pops, I won't be oh, stumbling yeah. drunk and incoherent. I'll be incoherent as normal, right? But I won't be stumbling drunk incoherent
3: now, Dean, follow me right now Dean is on a five month streak uh, he, did the stock market
1: go back up <laughs> he
3: subscribed to Twitch Prime and for those of you who are Twitch Prime members if you already did that you have to remember that every single month you need to re-up um, they don't allow you to do it just one you know what? they don't allow you to sign up once for Twitch Prime and then subscribe for the entire year you have to tell them every single month yay I still want to be part of the Bruno Nation live exactly Will there still be mass text for what?
1: Yes, we will let everybody know yeah. where we are. You're, that's the one thing about Twitch. When we go live, you can go to our. You'll know. You'll get a notification right. if you follow us on our Twitch channel. You get notified.
3: And Trevor from the two hundred three, because that uh, will be part of ninety seven three. We will be at the ninety seven three tent.
1: Yes,
2: so it'll be
3: on the same location. I'm assuming it's the same place where they are always set up
1: oh, for the yeah. um, man. I am that. so jacked. I am so jacked for this, Robin.
3: Iculus. There's a good Twitch. Not site. Oculus. Iculus. Subscribe with Twitch Prime. Thank you very much. give him
1: a round of applause. No, that's the that's wrong one.
3: <laughs> wrong, wrong applause. <laughs> <sighs> so I'm so excited
1: my... now. I'm really, really... That's you my know,
3: football update. Oh, wait. Ah, wait, wait, there's, there's more. more. There's,
1: there's more. More. Oh, is this breaking news?
3: Yes. All right, let me get the music yes. in here. Yes. Um... I also just got off the phone this morning with TJ Reeves who is the Buccaneers uh announcer. No, he it, does a pre- pre-game, pre-game and post-game down there.
1: He
3: has a very very popular podcast called Three Dog Thursday.
1: Three Dog Thursday? And it's does he with, do dead dog dedications so though coming out of hot up tempo numbers.
3: Uh I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure that he does all sorts of stuff, but he Is going to we're going to be doing a cross promotion thing with him, um, and he's going to have you come on for five minutes on each show and talk about your favorite underdog as part of the Three Dog Thursday podcast. And then TJ will come on uh, our show as well and uh, talk about. So this is this is all where we're getting. It's all. What's the name of the podcast again? Three Dog Thursday,
1: not Three Dog Night. No.
3: Free Dog Thursday. It's a very popular podcast.
1: Not three doors down. And it is,
3: it is, um, it, is uh, well, promoted, it, it is promoted by VegasInsider.com.
1: Oh, beautiful.
3: And it is on their website as well. So there's a lot of information that if you are a degenerate gambler, you do not want to miss that.
1: Love Three Dog Night. Remember this song, Robin? People will be saying now in a couple of weeks when football for real finally returns... Rem- all the boys and girls Girl.
3: i remember that cartoon there's no need to fear underdog is here exactly that? right
1: yes not a threesome that's a different show which you have to pay it's on a yeah, premium channel that's extra <laughs> you don't get that on twitch prime it's on it's twitch bruno plus it's like you know disney plus yeah, espn yeah. plus plus size women What's the the name of the plus-size store? BBW? No, no, there's a name. Oh, oh, the plus,
3: uh, Lane Bryant. Lane Bryant. We will
1: not be broadcasting from Lane Bryant on our Bruno Plus channel. Although there's nothing wrong with a BBW every once in a while, Robbie. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Not three wise men, although there'll be some wise guys who will like these picks and then we'll bet on them accordingly. Not three non-blondes, no. Come on, man. You know Crack this up a little bit, Rod. a straight shooting son of a bitch. Everybody now, come on now. <laughs> Bring a drum set now to the remotes. And just have a live drum set. No, the three stooges will be there. Harry Atown and I. <laughs> I saw these guys in Atlantic City two years ago. Two dogs had to be wheeled out, and the other one had a walker. It was ugly. <laughs> Man loved all my dogs out there, including my dogs behind the wall. <laughs> oh,
3: that's Come on, they're not that old, are they? Three dog night? I don't know. I love them, though. <laughs> two dogs. Had to
1: be... uh, at least two dogs didn't have to be put down. That would have been the ultimate uh, situation in the situation room
3: last on a so now that we gave you all that fantastic news uh
1: just this is overwhelming I know news today so
3: much news so much is happening but we are going to be going on a one-week hiatus just before yeah we
1: need to shut it down yeah, for a week
3: uh we have friends coming in from out of town so right after that because we um, haven't
1: broken we you know we've been going non-stop since april we took a couple of days here and there but for the most part
3: we haven't To get ready for the quarter. regular yeah.
1: season action.
3: Because we're going to be doing pretty much like seven days a week type of stuff. Yep. Uh, after August 22nd. So, what day? Uh, let me just look at it. I don't comment. know.
1: We'll give you... There's too much. To, you can't no, give I'm just people... I'm telling a,
3: you. I just want to... You so, can't give
1: all the news at once, Robin. Pete, you got to keep it simple. You got to kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it continue? No, keep it simple.
3: Um, but after the 22nd, oh, we'll still do the Friday night, the 23rd.
1: Is that the Friday night?
3: Friday night, the 23rd. Okay. But then starting the 24th, we are going to be off for a but week. But the
1: 24th is a Saturday.
3: I know. But it's so we're be not,
1: we don't work on Saturdays.
3: I know, but I'm just telling no, you. No,
1: talk about the Monday, that okay, week. Okay,
3: Monday, the twenty.
1: You have 5th. a calendar in front of you, I have Rob? a calendar okay. in front of me. Why are you having a hard time looking at the dates? Monday, the 26th, sorry.
3: Monday, the 26th, we are going to be off for a week.
1: So Monday, the 26th, through that Friday, mm-hmm. which is what day?
3: Uh, the twenty fifth through the thirtieth,
1: and then there's the um, Labor Day on and then Monday. And Monday the
3: second and the uh, the first now, and the second we're also going to be off. Oh, really? Yes. So it's the twenty fifth through the second. We will be back on the air September third. That's
1: okay. I think people will accept that. Most people At go least. away, and the you know a lot of people in radio and TV they basically take the second week. They take the second half of August off. We don't. Want, it's not that we want to take time off and not do the show. We're going to get a little, uh, and we won't even be relaxing. We'll be running around in different cities doing stuff, so that'll be fun. Yeah, twenty-six to the thirtieth in Labor Day. Most people are taking that week off. That's your last call.
3: That's a not for call.
1: alcohol. That goes no. on all winter.
3: That's that's uh, our chance to just take a deep breath before we go balls to the walls through the football season and Super Bowl, and then uh, what are we? And we're going to we're staying down in Miami for... Not Miami. Tampa for... We'll be going to Miami for the Super Bowl and then we're going to go... To spring training? Dean, I'm informing you, we're going to be staying.
1: We're going to stay for spring training and then we're going to stay for the opening of the baseball season. Then we're going to go back to Miami. We're going to Alligator. We're going to Gasparilla and then we're going to go down to Jupiter and then we're going to go to Mars and then we're going to come back and then we're going to go back across Alligator Alley.
3: No, I'm just And then we're going to go to
1: the Gulf Coast and then we're going to go to Fort Myers and hang out with the... With the kids who are out there partying for stupid uh, spring break, and then we're going to do Good Friday. No, we're going to do Fat Tuesday. I'm just We're going to tell- do all that stuff. Tony, Right.
3: <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> you just you started running. Well, and you you're you giving out all
1: these schedules. I'm just thinking ahead to no, what's coming telling up Dean in 2020.
3: That we're informing him that we're we're wanting to stay with him for Gasparilla right after. You're the damn show. right, we are. <laughs> And this is, and I, I may
1: pull some strings and get him on a float because I have connections in the Tampa Bay area. Yes, we do. I think Logan Morrison will hook me up now that he's going to be in the Phillies' uh, mainstream, so to speak.
3: All right, that's <sighs> it. Those are all the updates I have for right now.
1: That's a lot of information. That was Robin. a lot of information. I can't even keep track of this stuff. You bet. You have it all down on the. You have it on the Google Calendar. Does it's Alexa have this?
3: All up here. <laughs> if Alexa doesn't have
1: it in there, I don't know it.
3: It's the problem. I
1: got to make doctor's appointments. I got like six appointments to make. It's an outrage, Robin. Dean says the wine cellar is full. The steak freezer is full. Beautiful. We're going to let Luigi sit back here and run the show?
3: While we're gone? Sure, if he wants to. Yeah, he'll
1: do his show. He's he not would... coming with us on vacation. <laughs> no. You kidding me? No. We don't go with him on vacation. What do you think he is, our child? Well, he may as well be, but...
3: Lacks like it. <laughs>
1: So there you, that's, that's a lot of stuff, Robin.
3: Yes, yes, yes.
1: That's a lot of stuff to digest.
3: Actually, I'll Can put you it share up- this
1: on my cozy calendar? Is there a cozy calendar? CO- what's a cozy it's calendar? A, it's a, Is it's that a website or an app? Yeah,
3: it's an app. I thought
1: it was a chain of uh, Italian restaurants that shut down, like Corner Joints. Cozy, C-O-S-I. C-O-S-I. Remember those? They yes, were like on every. They, they were, were like, everywhere. They were like on every corner in Center City, Philly, all over the country, and then they just shut down. And
3: all of us. Not cozy
1: TV. There's a channel called Cozy TV. I
3: know you do like the Cozy TV. I
1: like that one. I like a koozie every once in a while. I like to watch Bob Koozie back in the day. And there's no Missouri tour stop with the Bruno Nation this year, unfortunately.
3: Yeah, we should actually allow. If 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 uh, we should do some kind of a tryout, allow somebody. Trevor says myself, AJ, and Luigi, we should do the show while you guys are on vacation.
1: That's fine with me. I am. Just as long as you don't blow this place up. And... Just and as long as you make sure you have the equipment. And you
3: have to figure out how to use the equipment because Luigi sure doesn't know how to do it. And
1: as you can tell, in <laughs> many days, we have a problem, too. And we're trained professionals.
0: <sighs>
3: now, where were we?
1: As Vince Lombardi once said... I don't know. We'll figure it out. We got updates today, too, Rob. We got to go down to Florida. But I got to do this. uh, How Conor McGregor has not been put away for his own personal safety is beyond me.
3: He He has some issues.
1: He has some issues. The guy is a certified, I get the entertainment factor. You know, wrestlers do all this crazy stuff. He's not doing this to promote anything. When he grabs a chair and goes after a bus Mm -hmm. underneath Madison Square Garden, that's not a WWE promotional vehicle. That was a busted-up bus vehicle. And we are going to go to the phones today at 215-462-Tony. The phone lines are open, in fact. You want to chime on in here today? Got a lot of stuff going on.
3: So this is from TMZ Sports. I have the video, Tony. Yes,
1: and when when I'm up late at night... And I want to watch Harvey Levin and a bunch of screaming lunatics in a newsroom laugh at everything like it's really important. B-list celebrities being stopped by a guy with a camera on Hollywood Boulevard or in front of, uh, on Robertson. I watch TMZ. But then I watch TMZ Sports, which is just basically two guys shucking and jiving and showing clips. And then they get their clips from all over the world. Not, uh, what do you call a clips? The hair jive. Total eclipse? No, the hair places. Sports clips, oh. great clips. You know those joints? <clears throat> so, Conor McGregor. Ronda Shear will not be here to go up all night with us on USA Network. So, Conor McGregor, this was happened in April. So, this is slow news. I guess they took it on the slow boat from Dublin. They must have really had a drunken guy who got lost to tape. Because back on April 6th, psycho MMA slash boxer Conor McGregor was caught on tape. What did he do, Robin? He went into a bar, bu- a pub. Uh, which and is if not you don't, unusual. if you go to Dublin and you don't go into a pub, it's I a believe requirer, you are arrested. Right. It's, I believe the the, the the I believe the police go in there. The bobbies.
3: It's definitely required. Which is a dumb
1: name for police. Why would you call police bobbies? It's going. It's like soft.
3: I think it's because of the hat that they used to wear.
1: Yeah, but when you think of police and you say, "Hey, the bobbies are coming over," does that strike any kind of confidence that no. these guys were called bobbies? are going to come in there and lay the smack down on the perps? Not really. No. It's ridiculous. So So Conor McGregor back in a bus. So Conor McGregor walks into a bar in Dublin. (laughs) That's a pretty average occurrence in Uh the normal everyday happening in Dublin. Again, if you're not drinking in a bar in Dublin, what the hell are you doing in Dublin? The weather sucks. Uh, some nice golf so, courses. So, in
3: other words, he could have been uh, in a bad mood, is what you're saying? He well, walked. No,
1: the bar. apparently, this was a dispute. So, and he wasn't. This wasn't a pre-fight match. Some old dude is sitting at the bar, and apparently, there was a dispute over whiskey. Let's go to the tape now. You have to watch carefully. This is taken from a distance. I think it was the security camera in the bar, because I don't think people are not in on Dublin are whipping out cell phones like we do here. So you can see it right. from, a diff- from a distance. Okay. They finally found the video, and then somebody gave it to TMZ. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, Conor McGregor is a certified raving lunatic.
0: Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs?
1: Let's go to the tape.
3: Yeah, so there's no... There's, there's no
1: audio, but let's play this underneath it, Robin. Bring this back up for me,
3: please. Okay, so, you, so you see McGregor coming up.
1: They put an arrow on it. Yes. And then he cold-cocks the a guy. he's wearing a
3: smedium. He's wearing like a medium. Well, I mean, I would do that, he's too. He's talking to it. some other dude.
1: And by the way, it's a bunch of white guys at a bar in Ireland. But this is I know like that's older. a shocking development.
3: He looks like he's in his 60s or so. Yeah, it's an older dude. He's drinking dude. a beer. And there's people that are like around McGregor. There may be his handlers, or and then and then he's pouring he's pouring whiskey for several people. He has the bottle.
1: Who McGregor? can Yeah. So, so so Conor McGregor has the bottle of whiskey. Got
3: Conor McGregor has a bottle of whiskey, and he was pouring shots for people. And then what the heck? Wait. Then all of a sudden he gets dragged out
1: because he hits the guy. He oh. punches the guy. Cold cocks the guy.
3: I've even missed it. It's the guy. <laughs> what the hell? Like you? It like no, it, it, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever.
1: Our, our buddy Bearcat AJ on the stream chat says he didn't want to drink Connor Pro, Connor's proper number twelve. So I guess he has his own brand of uh, whiskey okay. over there.
3: So he insults. So this is. So that's what they're saying. That he that he insulted Connor's.
1: Whiskey? whiskey did he have a did he have a lager drink
3: so conor mcgregor is pouring out his own brand of whiskey was he pouring
1: one out for his last opponent and he
3: put a glass in front of this old dude now you see the guy standing hold on a second let me get back you can see the guy standing i'm going to rewind
1: now, I know the whiskey's all over. I'm not a big... I don't follow everybody's brand of whiskey or vodka. Everybody's got their own vodka. Everybody's got their own whiskey. So Conor McGregor's pimping his whiskey. So he's right. in a bar and he's pouring shots for he's people. He's pouring shots. Mostly and you... old white guy with gray hair.
3: Right. And so you see this guy standing. And then you go, You have to look at the guy behind... I'm opening it up a little bit. Behind the guy standing. The old... They look <laughs> almost exact, identical. And then, so then he pours, and then the guy says, no, I don't want any whiskey.
1: Get that shit out of my face. Get
3: that shit out of my face. And then he's like, he's not even paying attention. He's uh, He pours out some more. Another one, he says, come on, try it. Come on, let's, you know, just do one. <laughs> and then it looks like he's saying something like, he doesn't drink it, though. He's not drinking any of it. And he does some kind of an insult, like.
1: This sucks, Mike.
3: This is pissa.
1: It's a wicked pisser. It's a
3: wicked pisser. This is piss water.
1: As a Swedish chef says. Uh,
3: I ain't drinking this shite.
1: If he and hit Mayweather like that, he may have won the fight.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, no. The guy, the, the 70-year-old just like, he doesn't even go down. It doesn't even phase him. He just we have tape, talking.
1: I believe, of the guy that he hit trying to explain what happened. Uh, 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 uh,
2: what was the... Uh, it was helpless uh, Not helpless Scott.
1: There it is. That's what happened. See, when you're drunk and you can't alliterate properly and you're in a bar, and Conor McGregor's trying to give you a free taste of his whiskey? Yeah. You don't say no.
3: Apparently not. To free
1: whiskey. Who says no? I don't even drink whiskey.
3: Uh, you. So you would taste it. I would I would at least take a taste. Yeah. Like, like maybe, like, what if, what if this guy... Uh...
1: I mean, imagine this, though. There's a great point here by Jomo. He gives a guy a whiskey at a bar. Now, you assume that everybody sitting at the bar is drinking something. Well, the Maybe guy the guy can... wasn't a whiskey drinker. Yeah. Maybe well, the guy was just a beer guy.
3: You can see that he's. it looks like he's drinking a Guinness because it's really dark.
1: So he's drinking a Guinness, and the guy comes over. Listen, I like when, you know, especially when women come around the bar, and they're, like, pouring shots down your neck, and they uh-huh. pull your head back, and they pour the shots in there. I mean, I had a lot of that happening for me. But the bottom line is the guy doesn't want it. And even if he says, I don't want that shit, you're going to punch the guy in the face? It's
3: nuts. It is nuts. Yeah, what Irish
1: does. guy doesn't drink whiskey? Exactly. What the hell are you doing in a bar? Somebody's point, especially Conor. McG- you don't <laughs> think Conor McGregor is pretty this, recognizable in well, a this bar? This would be
3: this would be an Irish this would be an Irish thought process. Maybe let's go to
1: our Irish correspondent, a yeah. woman who has never refused a shot of any kind of alcohol. No, so
3: maybe Miss Robin, ladies maybe and gentlemen, the the older man is saying. Is this uh, Yes. He's like, uh, yeah, Connor, I, uh, I can't be drinking. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of an alcoholic, eh? Um, so he's only drinking beer, which is water to Irishmen. Yes. So he's saying, I can't, I can't be drinking uh, the Irish whiskey. Uh, it's, my doctor says I need to cut down, eh?
1: But now, now look, Dean's defending Connor McGregor. But That's I got, like defending Chris Cuomo.
3: I gotta say though that that old dude he was punched by Conor McGregor didn't even phase I him. I know he hardly even flinched. He just sort of like moved if, away if a little Conor bit.
1: Conor McGregor, if anybody sees that, he'll never sell another fight again. You punch a guy at point blank range, an old dude, an old dude, probably seventy something, and you didn't even you didn't even daze him. Nope. Not and then even you had to be fazed. carried out of a bar. There goes now your he, pay-per-view career, chump.
3: He dra- He was dragged out.
1: Now, Clarky Bob, Robin. Uh-huh. Why is Miss Robin talking like she's from Canada, eh? <laughs> yeah, you used to do... You used, that's how you came on my show. I know. Robin came on my show because she did a... I met her, we were dating, and then she did a great Irish... I, I had her come to, into the studio one night.
3: I was trying to channel an old Irish man, and it wasn't working. I can do the younger... Irish woman. Yeah, you,
1: but stick to doing an Irish woman, not an yeah. Irish man.
3: I was trying to channel the old Irish. Not an Irish, man Irish with gr- whiskey, with kind of a grumpy voice, and it just uh, just yeah, pretend you're right.
1: having an Irish car bomb, and then think about it.
3: Well, I can I can do it if I'm I, if I'm thinking like Megan O'Malley, then I can do it. There you this go, because you do a
1: good Irish accent. I can do Rob. a good Irish accent. I mean, you accent. are a Mick after all.
3: I am. <laughs> I am a little bit of a Mick, yes I am. But I'd rather be called a lass.
1: Let me give you a little Irish pub uh, music, Robin.
3: Oh, thank you very much. I mean, much. there's like
1: 700,000 songs to choose from, so I'll just play on a r- random I, Irish pub song.
3: I thank you, Tony Bruno.
1: Let's play the some bitch right now. And
0: you hear it is to and you know it's meant for you. then you drop what you were doing, and you join the merry mob. And before you know just where you are... I don't know what was going on, but I had, had got all got sorts of things going on in min 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 my
3: brain. Trying to channel the old fart and it wasn't working.
1: Oh shit. (laughs) You'd
3: be right on that one, Tony.
1: If you come to Philly, just go to 2nd Street. There's one every 15 feet. (laughs)
3: Yeah, Clarky Bob says, "Give Miss Robin some Jameson. She'll be, she'll do it just fine." Yeah. No, I'll I, take her to
1: Jameson and then have a shot at Jameson's up there. How about that?
3: Oh, that'll work.
1: In Jameson, Pennsylvania.
3: I'm sure that'll work just fine. Burton, <laughs> guess. that's a damn good brogue, Robin.
1: That is a good brogue. Why? Thank bro. you. Thank bro. you.
3: No, I do a fine brogue. I did an entire show with an Irish brogue.
1: People thought Robin was uh, Well, she is Irish, but she's not from Ireland. No. She's not from Ireland.
3: I just do the accents quite well.
1: Give me the, uh, give me another little one. Why do these songs? They're like country songs. They all sound the same. When it's a sad country song about something, when it's an Irish drinking song, they're pretty much all the same.
3: What are you blathering about, Tony? That's not sound the same.
1: If I don't stop this, Jim Kenny will come in and want to demand a drink. Poor Jim yesterday. You know, this incident here in Philly happened at 4:30 in the afternoon. And they had to grab him away from from it, happy hour it on 2nd Street. On his
3: happy hour time yeah, I was mean, there. they had
1: to get him emergency. They said, "Jim, we got cops being shot. Let me have another uh, let me have another round, buddy." And then he stumbled out and missed his second happy hour of the week it because was a- of the inconvenience of a shooting in Philadelphia right in the smack dab middle of happy hour.
3: It was a complete and utter outrage.
1: <sighs> We're going to put some Flog and Molly on, too, Robin? We're doing uh, an Irish uh, brogue segment. Doug McGregor,
3: segment. should I call, start calling Miss Robin Eileen?
1: Come on, Eileen. Let's do some drunken lullabies by Flog and Molly.
3: No, shall we just continue with the show?
1: No, I want to do, do one more song. want to do
3: one more? Ah, uh, Just one more.
1: Come on, Robin. That's what one, they say in an Irish bar. Just one Who more. Who doesn't say just one more? Just one more for the road. <laughs> I don't know any flogging mollies, but I know a lot of guys who flog the Dolphin. And they're not even Irish.
3: One of these days, I need to make me good Irish whiskey. My Baileys. It's a homemade Baileys recipe. <laughs> handed down from me grandma. From the old country. Actually, that's true. I do. I do have uh, a homemade Baileys chocolate uh, type Drink that was handed down from my grandmother, and it's a fine one. It is.
1: I'm not even Irish, but I. It's hard not to go into an Irish bar and be happy, unless you get drunk and then somebody starts a fight. Then you get the hell out of there.
3: But even when they're fighting, they're they're laughing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Afterwards, they all they give each other a big hug, and they stumble down the road together.
1: <laughs> uh wow. Everybody needs a drink now. You realize that, Robin? Something about Irish music. Dad, and again, I hate the stereotype people, and I don't throw a blanket over all Irish people. They usually throw it over themselves. This, I believe, when you talk about stereotypes, the Irish drinking stereotype is one that cannot be denied, Robin. No. It, it cannot it's... be denied. It
3: cannot be denied. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, it's like the Italian being... Mafioso Goomba douchebag ones.
3: It's the same thing. Italians need to eat pasta every day. You're damn right. In the uh, in the old country, we need to have a good stout <laughs> and a shot of whiskey. All
1: right, time to break down the Boston Celtics 82-game right. schedule right now. There we go. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that. <laughs> not even doing the Sixers 82-game uh, schedule. You got it, the Celtics, Robin, they're Irish. I get it. We have Don Conrad's, uh, David Conrad's. Where'd you you should have put the hat on. Where did you
3: do with the hat? Uh, it's right around the corner, hanging out. You up. got a
1: hat with a four-leaf clover on it. I, and there know, was a perfect segment for that, Robin.
3: Yeah, you know what, though? I don't always have all the props just handy. You got right to have stuff
1: nearby. It's like being, uh, who's the guy that smashes the watermelon on his bit?
3: Oh, uh, Gallagher.
1: Gallagher. It's like Gallagher oh. not having a mallet. That's good Gallagher knowledge right good, there, right? Robin. Yeah. Not cool. Gallagher Steakhouse, where they have great prime rib in New York. By the way, the Tigers have just left the yard. Well, no, they're still in the ballpark, unfortunately, and so are, so are dozens of fans in afternoon baseball in a game that, I mean, nobody, nobody is paying attention to. You know what I'm saying? I broke down Charlie Manuel earlier. What's the matter with these people? So we gave you the, uh, the update of... Now people are saying the phones aren't working. Are the phones working, Robin?
3: Oh. Uh, I have somebody on hold. That's Hello.
1: <laughs> See what happens when you play Irish songs. You get drunk. It's like you get a contact high. Just thinking about drinking whiskey and pounding beers in the middle of the afternoon makes one tipsy. Who's on the line, Robin? I hope they were drinking. Whoever it is. Who's on the line now? Hello. You are on. Hey, there.
2: Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, Mr. Robin. This is uh, A.J. in Cincinnati. Oh, uh, A.J. Joined...
1: Were you dr- are you drinking right now?
2: Uh, I will be later on this evening with a friend of mine since it's my uh, birthday
1: today. Oh, it's your birthday. Robin, we have a birthday. Yep. Uh, Do not we have any birthday music? You would be, will you be glued to the TV watching your Cincinnati Bengals and the Washington Redskins and Exhibition Football from down there in Landover, Maryland?
2: Well, I'll be watching it at a, at a Buffalo Wild Wings tonight in, in, in around Cincinnati for about the first half only. And probably check and probably hear uneducated Bengals fans complain, Oh, we should have drafted Dwayne Haskins and not that shoulder injury bum Jonah Woods tackle from Alabama. I didn't want Dwayne H- Haskins when, when the draft went down. Anyone but him. I was pissed. When you know the Steelers jumped up ten spots to trade with uh, Denver and selected Devin Bush Jr. because the Bengals needed linebacker help, and they still don't have a gr- great you know linebacking core, in my opinion.
1: Well, they got to bring back uh, they got to bring back the good guys, Vontez Perfect and all those other great guys. And who's the <laughs> other? Who's the other? Tra- they got to bring back uh, Pac-Man Jones. They need some toughness. <laughs> they need some toughness back there in Cincinnati. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, AJ, this is for you Yes yeah. <laughs> This is your birthday song It is a very long All right <laughs> Happy birthday
1: Thank you uh, Can we ask how old you are? I know if you're a woman, I can't ask you But if you're a dude, <laughs> how old are you now, AJ, if I may ask? Uh,
2: I want, want you to guess you and Miss Robin How, how okay. old do you Let
1: think me, I yeah, am? I like, I like doing the guessing game I, I usually guess pe- women's weight but I have a special system to do that. I have a special, well-calibrated scale to be able to actually, to the ounce, determine how much a woman, okay. w- woman weighs.
3: I'm going to guess 36.
1: No, not 36 pounds. Wait a minute. Let me, wait a minute. Let me get the right music in here. Ah, oh, oh. You have to have music to do this. You can't just wing trying to guess somebody's age. Should we have the people on the Twitch stream? Oh, Dean's already guessing. He's saying 37 Let's see who can k- get closest without Reel going says
3: 41
1: without going over the actual retail price and you could be in the showcase showdown later on and and play with the plinko stick which I always love playing with. All right, let's see 39, 34, 40. I feel like I'm playing bingo. All right, I'll, B34. 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 I'm going to say uh I'm going to say 39.
2: How about you, Miss Robin? I thought I heard you, but I wasn't too sure. I, you said,
3: it I said 36.
1: Miss Robin, you are the winner.
3: Oh, I am ladies and Yay! gentlemen,
1: wow. Oh. 36.
3: That's a good number.
1: That's right in the wheelhouse there. You're right in that milk hunting age because you're not married, right, AJ?
2: Hell no. Tony, I'm not married. Smart man, I love my single life.
1: You're damn right. You're all about you that. Know, I remember
2: you. Right? I remember you about when you were doing your night show on Fox Sports Radio about a little over a decade ago, and you know, giving out advice that don't ever, don't ever get married.
1: Exactly. I've been consistent in my denunciation of the vows of matrimony.
3: Which, unfortunately, for Tony, that we live here in uh, Pennsylvania where 10 years we've been together. We are now, uh, according to uh, some friends of ours, that constitutes as a common-law marriage. Now, wait uh, a minute. Wait, so wait wait, wait, screwed. wait
1: wait a minute now. Dean says he said 37, and I want prices right. So he went over the actual value. So Dean lost.
3: Yeah, he lost. You
1: nailed it, right? I did, Robin, right on how, the money. How do you not nail it and go into the showcase showdown? Nobody else had 36. I got 37, 41, 34, 39, 45, 1. I don't know who said 1. 52. Barco, come on, man. It's disrespecting Dean,
3: Dean, I had said 36 even before you posted 37, so that's why. Exactly.
1: Dean posted 37, and then Robin, when I said 39, Robin then said 36 and nailed it. Showcase showdown, nailed and Robin will go into the Showcase Showdown as soon as the Amazon guy makes his daily delivery. <laughs>
3: Hope, hoping for more stuff. I haven't, we haven't opened a box in like two days. I know.
1: I'm Jones in over here. Yeah. I may have to go back to that house in Nicetown and see if there's anything left in that house
3: <laughs> The guy had
1: upstairs there. Should
3: we do some porch pirating?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, AJ, happy birthday. So you're going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Will there be any adult entertainment later? Will you go, like, to uh, what's the big hot uh, ladies' club or men's gentlemen's establishment in Cincinnati right now?
2: Well, there's none in, in, in Cincinnati because of the county. That's where the city is located, based on the county. So,
1: Wait a minute, Cincinnati, to- Ohio does not have a gentlemen's club because of local uh, ordinances? Yes, it's strict. If you want to get, you know, oh. a, a gentleman's club, you got to follow their rules. Were, someone
2: wanted to open one about four years, four years ago along the river, but
1: didn't want to comply with the, didn't agree with the laws. No wonder why yeah. yes. El Puig went nuts there. How wow. can you have a city like Cincinnati? We're not talking about the Bible Belt. We're not talking about Pennsylvania with its blue laws. We're talking about Cincinnati, Ohio, man. we 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 have NFL. Greats play. We had baseball champions with the Reds. I mean, we're talking about a great city that does not have an establishment.
2: That's an outrage. Uh, no, you have to go up north. an have to go close, You have to go close to close to Dayton, just outside of Dayton. It's for you know just, uh, gentlemen's club action.
1: That's an outrage, wow. by the way. And you're going to the airport. Here's the other thing about Cincinnati: the airport's in Kentucky.
3: Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah.
1: What the hell's going on out there? As Vince Lombardi once said.
2: <laughs> uh, don't, don't get me started on Cincinnati pol- t- politicians in the yeah. Hamilton County. You know, Mike Brown got a sweetheart of a deal from his st- stadium, so, and I'm not even i fa- I'm still pissed off at Mike Brown for not, you know, having the guts to apologize to his fan base after that playoff debacle against the Steelers a couple of years back. That's what the football gods has done. It's yeah. an outrage. That's what the football.
1: Yes, you know, but Clarky Bob makes a good point. You got football. <laughs> you got Major League Baseball, but there's no NBA club. And if there was an NBA franchise in Cincinnati like back in the day of the Royals, there would be 15 clubs, I guarantee you, all within the arena area.
3: That would make the difference, huh?
1: Exactly right, man. You know, because the boys like to bounce in the club.
2: Most of his NBA career in Cincinnati with the Royals back in the early early 60s.
1: And you do have the Cincinnati Bearcats uh, football. That's why you're Bearcat AJ. What's the matter with these? What's the matter, Trevor? That's why his name is Bearcat AJ. Hello. I'm a,
2: yeah, I'm a lump, um, I'm a proud alum of the University of Cincinnati. In a couple of weeks, my Bearcats take on Chip Kelly and the UCLA Bruins.
1: Is that the opener?
2: Yep, that's the opener. Two two weeks from two weeks from tonight uh, for college. Fo- the star of college football for my Bearcats.
1: Is it going to be year, there, or, were, or is it going to be out there in uh, Westwood, out there at the Rose Bowl no, in Pasadena?
2: No, it will be no, in Nippert's team on the campus of University of Cincinnati. Last year, uh, they played out at the, uh, at the Rose Bowl. They were a 17-point underdog and pulled off the 29-17 upset of the UCLA Bruins uh, last last September.
1: That Chip Kelly, man, he's done nothing but destroy program after program. <laughs> A lot of people giving Cincinnati a lot of people taking cheap shots. You know, Nick Van Exel was a great Bearcat back then.
2: Yeah, Bearcat's basketball was popular in the 90s when Huggins Huggins was running it. And then, of course, he had a DUI. And then the president, at the time I was attending there, the president uh, wasn't a fan of of, uh, Bob Huggins and let let him go back almost 15 years ago.
1: I love Bob. I used to have Bob Huggins on my national shows all the time one of the most droll, but he got it. You know, you can ask him, like, silly questions, and I would do that intentionally, and then he would make fun of me. But he got it, you know, because he's a he's – he's he to me, Bob Huggins is a great college basketball coach. There's no yep. two ways about it, man. And don't forget Kenyon, yeah, Kenyon Martin was out there. Yeah,
2: I'm still, I'm still pissed that when he broke his leg in, a, in the Conference tur- tur- USA Tournament, man, if he doesn't break his leg – could have had a national championship in 2000. I think we could have, you know, taken down Michigan State, who ended up winning it that year over Florida.
1: By the way, what's the line on that uh, Cincinnati UCLA game there in, at Al Nipper Stadium? Nipper? How can you have a stadium named Nipper and not have any strip clubs? Speaking <laughs> so, of Nippers. Well that's,
2: uh, that, well, that's, well, that's Hamilton County's issue, and don't get me started on Hamilton County in Cincinnati politics. Well Nipper's team was uh, I know it's named after let's see
1: not uh, former pitcher Al Nipper as you well remember.
2: Right. It, I I wanna s I know it's named I forget ha,
1: you know, the person that was related. Oh I man know you married. know I, I hate to do this to you AJ because you know I love you man. We go back, but not knowing the name of the stadium of your alma mater could be a national outrage.
2: Well I see th- Well, I had to do something with Procter and Gamble. I know, I think Nipper married uh, someone that was related to Procter and Gamble and was a big donor to to the
1: University of Cincinnati. You know, there's another Nipper that I told Robin about that wasn't aware of the name Nipper. Right over across the river in Camden, New Jersey, the RCA building. Remember the RCA dog that was like yelling Mm -hmm. into a big speaker? His name was Nipper. Did you know that, Robin?
3: And I do now. Yeah, I, I told her that asked. because
1: they still have that. Even though it's been converted, the old RCA building's been converted into apartments, they still kept the, kept the tower up with the dog nipper up there in Camden, New Jersey. And the amazing part, it hasn't been shot out yet. All these <laughs> years later, that nobody's gone up there and bust that thing up or sprayed it with graffiti. Proctor. You still there, uh, AJ? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. still here, Tony. Beautiful men. Yeah. What do they grow- Somebody wants to know play action. I think Rio. they're
3: calling it now. If this is if this is correct, it's called the Fifth Third Arena. Is no, that
1: this well, is an outdoor the, football stadium, Robin. That's the oh, indoor oh, oh, arena. Oh, oh,
3: oh, 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 oh. That's, sorry. That's the basketball.
2: I, I don't call it, I don't call it by its corporate name. I was I grew up knowing it as the Shoemaker Center.
1: Exactly. Not Craig Shoemaker, who's coming to Atlantic City next yeah, week to show shows yeah, yeah. at Showboat, from what I understand.
2: So yeah, the RC. The thing I remember about the RC.